Is it some devil that crawls inside of you? Okay, I'm f- I'm I'm back. I'm here. Um, just trying not to fucking gouge my own eyes out after I see some of this shit about crystals on Twitter and shit. Twi- Twitter sucks, guys. Um, how you doing? Uh, actually, Twitter doesn't suck. It's fucking awesome. Get to tell jokes for free. People like them. People don't like them. Zing zang zooming. Uh, zoom recorder. Uh, zoom. Fucking. Uh, I'm gonna have video, guys. I promise. Um, I just I don't know how to record a video. On my computer, I have a really nice web camera, thanks to guest Dustin Whalen, um, former guest, repeat guest. I think has he been on a couple times? He's been on twice, right? He was like one of the early ones, and then no, was he? Maybe he was only on the once. Anyways, um, shout actually shout out to Dustin. It was just his like thirty third birthday or something on March tenth. Um, he's a a Pisces, so you you know that means nothing. So congratulations on that uh 33 that's a double number that means something to the does it sound kind of like phasery to you guys is this just the like is this, is there like a buzz in my voice you guys hear that is, am i making that up hold on <clears throat> fucking done a hundred podcasts can't fucking figure this shit out anymore what if i put this over here hold on i gotta put the condom on the microphone oh, we are. is that any better that is better holy shit that thing serves a fucking purpose. Okay. I like that better. Um, guys, welcome back to the fucking podcast. Sorry about the hiatus. I know I say that every time. Uh, it, it's like more than a week or two, but that you, you guys know the deal by now. Yeah, pandemic, hard to get people over here. I, I live in a new area. Um, don't worry. New guests are coming. Um, I'm coming every day. Um, it, it, not like that, but, you know, I edge. It's different. Edge Lord edging. Um, I've been so depressed. I don't know why I'm trying to like speed through this. I can just take my sweet ass time. It's not like I have anywhere to fucking be or anything to fucking do except do a podcast about what I, I don't fucking know. Um, I hurt my knee. I really, really fucking hurt my knee, uh, in jujitsu. Um, just doing normal jujitsu stuff and some new kid, new guy, Marine, white belt, pushed my knee the wrong way, and I heard a big, like, so, that's that, um, pretty sure my MCL is torn, um, hurts to walk and stand and do things like that, um, you know, just been fucking, I don't know, um, I might need surgery, but I haven't been in the doctor at all, because I just, they're just going to tell me shit I already know. It's either torn or it's not torn and I'm fucked either way cuz either I have to wait really long to for it to heal or I have to wait even longer for it to heal cuz I need surgery for it. So, I'm just I'm just taking it as it comes, being patient. Um but I'd be lying to you if I said I wasn't depressed. Like this is so fucking depressing. I put CBD on it every day. I can it still fucking hurts. I even got like the extra strong like the double strength like 750 milligram fucking cbdmd who are not a sponsor yet but i can't wait till they're a sponsor so i can just keep using it and keep buying more of it um i really love their products um 
I think you guys know the fucking first podcast episode I talked about CBD. Um, it still blows my mind that like people are skeptical on CBD to this day. Like that podcast was two years ago. Um, and I still meet people that are like, you know, I'll have to check it out. You know, well, you know, I'll, I'll do some research. Like, uh, there was this guy who's complaining of ankle pain at the gym. And I was like, oh, do you want some CBD? I have some CBD. Uh, I can just put it right on. And, you know, it helps my ankle all the time. Like, I, I've rolled my ankles, torn ligaments in my ankles. It's, uh, it's a fucking nightmare, you know? And he's like, oh, no. Like, uh, I don't know. Like, I, got, I get drug tested for, you know. And I'm like, what the? Like, no, it's non-psychoactive. It's not going to get you high. It's not going to get your ankle high, I swear. And he's like, well, no, I don't know about that. And, you know, if there's THC in it. And I'm like, no, there's, like, next to no THC. It's, like, an untraceable amount. It's, like, less than, like, point something percent. You're not getting high off it. it. Believe me, if you're getting high on it, I wouldn't be fucking sharing it with you, okay? Um, people are just still, like, you know. And they'll come back to me later, like, oh, you know what? That CBD stuff, that, that, that's legit. And like, yeah, it's a fucking billion-dollar industry right now. God damn it. I don't know. Um, I hate when, like, you want to convince someone of something, but you don't want to be, like, a preachy asshole, which I'm already an asshole. I don't want to lay the preachiness on top of it. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how I'd feel about that. I don't know how I'd feel about someone trying to convince me of something that I wasn't sure about yet, so I just I just try to back off from it. Um, but, yeah, that sh- I can't skate. No skateboarding. And I was doing, like, really fucking good skateboarding. Not to you know, yank my own pussy lips here, but dude, I, you gotta believe in yourself sometimes. Sometimes like getting better at something is right around the corner and you just need a little bit of patience, a little bit of perseverance. And I know it's so hard to find that motivation, but sometimes like the, the stagnation is the motivation. It's just the routine of it is constantly just you know, like just little microscopic improvements. They're great. Fucking perfect. Um, I, was, I was so stoked. I was doing really good skateboarding. I don't know. Sometimes it's just like, oh, maybe I got like the right setup, like the right wheels, trucks, and board combination. This one's wide enough for my fat ass and the wheels are, you know, small enough for my cankles to flip a board, you know, easily. And I don't know. I was doing really good. I was doing good. I was happy. Um, I shared some clips of my slams that I was doing the last time I skated and that might've been the best session of my life just as a individual like skateboarder with my friends. Um, I was with Dane and Daniel, both, uh, recent guests of the podcast and my good friends down here in San Diego, uh, grew up with Dane and met Daniel when I was a teenager, uh, on the central coast. Um, great guys. If you guys want to check out those podcasts, I highly recommend uh, Daniel Bax and Dane Freeze. Uh, Daniel's been on a couple times, and you can actually hear Daniel in the background of Dane, Fe- uh, Dane Freeze's podcast. So, really big, uh, really big fan of those episodes and those guys in general. And it just um, like really captures the spirit of what I originally kind of had in mind with the podcast and where I wanted to go for it. So, by all means, you know, indulge me. Thank you. Indulge them. They're great people. Um, yeah, but skateboarding that day was, I know I had those slams, but like it was, that was part of the fun, you know, you get, you get a little dirty, you know, when you build something, there's a bit of a mess you got to clean up. It's kind of like that. Like I like really built on a good session that day. It was just superpowers were coming out and that was the last time I skated and it's been almost, it's been fucking, I think it's been almost a month. Um, I'm going crazy. 
dude, I want to skate so bad. Like, I want to train jujitsu too, but I'm so used to being prevented from doing jujitsu that it's it's like in second place. You know what I mean? Skateboarding, you don't need a gym to go to. You don't need a partner to go to. You don't need, like, it, it, skateboarding, you can do on your own. You don't, and you, most of the shit you learn skateboarding, you teach yourself. Jiu-jitsu, gotta have someone teach you, gotta show you, gotta improve it, gotta show you details and adjustments, and you gotta continuously train and get that, like, really put in. And, like, when I go to the jiu-jitsu gym, I can't just decide that I want to do nothing but, um, guillotine chokes this day like it's like i'm in a class they're teaching something it's different you know if i if i wanted to skate and said oh i only want to do nose blunt slides today i'm only i can only try those if i want it's fucking the freedom of it is is still like the like the number one most important thing to me i just god i'm so fucking bummed i'm so depressed you know everything i love to do i can't do um but it looks like comedy is kind of coming back in california like opening i went to a comedy show the other night with a uh, kylie um roommate hannah and her boyfriend will and it was, it was so much fun it was an open mic night so there's a bunch of bad comedians a couple good ones and it was outside it was in downtown san diego it was outside on the fucking sidewalk we're sitting in like fold-up chairs or something or i don't know um and we ordered drinks from a waitress and fucking got to watch comedies uh, comedians make fools of themselves and you know make us laugh and it was at the american comedy company and first of all the name gets me right there that's an amazing name the american comedy company that's exactly what i like about <laughs> a lot of things they're american that's really cool um i never thought i'd be like overtly patriotic and, and i'm not like i'm not super like you know american flag on everything but and i used to think the american flag was kind of like not very aesthetically pleasing and for the most part, it isn't. Like, the only place I think the American flag should be is just, like, on a flagpole or, like, hanging like that, maybe on a wall. But, you know, I'm not wearing fucking American flag thongs anymore. Uh, but, so, that was really cool. I, I had a blast. It was a great time. Um, really gla glad uh, I was invited. I didn't even know it was happening, but there's an open mic there. So, I was a little worried that it was, like, a real casual open mic and they were going to, you know... Hannah, Will, and Kylie were going to, like, pressure me to go on and do something, because I have not, like, written down, like, a set list or anything in a while, and my jokes, I just kind of write down, I either put them on Twitter, like, one-liners I think of, or, like, edgy humor that is really only <laughs> going to fucking get a response that quickly, if I, you know, it's instant gratification for me. I, I have something that's funny, edgy, I send it out, and people react to it. It's really fun cool like that so if you guys uh do enjoy those types of like little dumb one-liner gags i'm just joking on twitter they're just jokes i'm just fucking around no you know take the fucking butt plugs out of your asses that you've been leaving in there too long um it's just for a uh, fun time and some of it's you know corny one-liner dad jokes some of it's edgy and pushing the envelope and whatnot and i like it all i like it all i love it um, but so hopefully coming up soon, I'm going to, what do you call it? Uh, I'm going to sign up. I want to get on that open mic night. I want to go make an ass of myself. They're going to start indoor shows soon. I think they're already indoors doing shows. I'm excited. Um, some comedians I follow actually, or probably I think were there this weekend. I wish I could have gone and even didn't really consider it or think about it. Maybe they're sold out. I don't fucking know, but 
it is a big fucking deal uh, that that is now available for at least the time being to me because that's one thing I can do. I can't go, you know, uh, fucking what to a skate park right now. I can't go to the gym. You know, I can really only like lift weights in my room like a psychopath again, like when I was a teenager when I started working out, you know, or hopefully I can go fucking do some dumb dick jokes and get, you know, booed off stage or (laughs) it was so bad, dude. There was this one guy who came up. I don't even know if he like what kind of open mic he thought it was or that he was telling jokes or what. He literally brought up like a journal there and he was just reading shit like I th- I thought for sure like the way he looked he was like looked like he hadn't slept in days he was gaunt and skinny and he was like wearing one of those like big baggy sweaters where like the neckline was super blown out so you know he was like had that collarbone aesthetic that like tumblr girls were obsessed for for a while um god remember tumblr Pff, those are the fucking days um he I swear to god I thought he he was gonna end up reading his suicide note up there it was so bad um and you, I, I try not to bash anyone because I know I'm going to have some bad nights up there. I'm going to have some bad times in comedy. And I've already had bad experiences, but I love it. Um, he didn't. <laughs> it was brutal. He wasn't even finished. And they just put the fucking music, gave him the light. He wasn't getting off. And then they just turned on the music, the house music, got him off there. And the host, uh, Nathan Donovan, walks up and is like, hey, microphone uh, usually works if you hold it up to your mouth. Super funny. He had to be there in the moment. He didn't even have the microphone up to his mouth. It was like a foot below, right by his like you know belly button. Wasn't working. <laughs> <sighs> had to be there, but it was great. There was like fucking homeless people interrupting, playing cell phone music with you know like what women. I think that's how you know you live in like a really fucking cool country though, in like a really cool part of the world. Even the homeless people have cell phones. That's crazy. That's so fucking cool. Um. Honestly, if I was homeless, I don't think I'd want to be homeless anywhere but uh, in America, you know, because believe me, the only, I don't know, I don't even want to go there. Um, Yeah, it was wild. And, and, you know, it's outdoors. It's on the sidewalk in front of the American Comedy Company. And um, just there was free pizza. I didn't eat any because I, oh, we went to this place called Crazy Burgers crazy burger i don't know crazy burger i don't know anyways i had fucking elk for the first time because you know big fucking rogan uh ass rider whatever the fuck you want dick rider whatever you want to call me i'm literally wearing like a fucking hunting hat right now i've never been hunting in my goddamn life um soon though hopefully coming up um hope that happens in some fucking (sighs) in some capacity I'm just getting bummed out. I'm just bumming myself out thinking about all the things I can't do. Uh, yeah. Um, I had elk burger. It was a little funny at first. It tastes, Oh, there was a flicker in the light. Oh, I swear to God, if the fucking power goes out again, I was watching the fights on Saturday and the fucking power went out. Like it was like two fights to the main event. It was, it was the, it was the chick fight between, uh, Cheyenne, Cheyenne Bays and that Mexican chick who just uh, put her in a scarf hold the whole fucking night. Didn't actually do anything. I don't know how the fuck, that was that was one of the stupidest fights I've ever seen, and the fucking power went out. I didn't even get to see the end of it, so I didn't even get to see like the controversy. The um, Mexican chick, and I'm saying Mexican because she's Mexican. I'm not saying that because she's brown. Like she's from Mexico, so just 
chill out microaggressors um she fucking spit on her spit on cheyenne bays after the fight was over and it's like you just held her there and punched her why are you spitting on her like you won i guess what are you doing it was embarrassing it was just first of all teach that fucking bitch a goddamn submission jesus christ i don't know i don't know um you know not that i was bummed to miss the ladies fights those usually some of those are kind of snoozers if you go to a concert you know they have those like pee songs where you're like all right i'm gonna I don't care about this. I'm going to go take a piss. This is a good time to take a break. The women's fights on fight nights, not non-pay-per-view, they're usually one of those kind of fights. And I'm not trying to be disrespectful or talk shit because these are athletes that could whoop my ass and put in more time and effort to anything than I currently am. So uh, respect goes to them. But um doesn't mean it's not fucking boring still. So just, just, just going to say that. Sorry. And that doesn't say all women, that's not to say all women fights are boring, because the arguably the greatest fight in the UFC, Joanna uh, Young-Jacek versus Zhang Weili, um, fucking Chinese and Polish names, sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm trying, might have been the greatest fight I've ever seen. The, one of the greatest fights, period. One of the most intense, crazy, back-and-forth ba- battles. Could have gone either way. Who knows who won? Commentators were just having fun, just enjoying what a pleasure it was in that fight. And seriously, I was too. I watched that fight on mute. Like, I don't even know what, what I was doing, but I just watched it without noise. Like, I think I was, like, pirating it or streaming it on my phone because the ESPN app fucking sucks. So, I just, uh, I was enjoying that shit. Great fight. Excuse me. Got to lubricate the vocal cords here. Oh, man. Yeah. Where was I? Yeah, so can't do anything I want to do, but got to do that. Hopefully that's coming up next. Um, I've been watching a lot of movies, too. That's that's something I've been doing. I've been watching some movies. Um, I know Zach Honeycutt is going to... Dis- disagrees with me, but no one ever told me Dread, the movie Dread with Carl Urban and Olivia Thurbley or however you say her name, was so fucking good, so good. Came out two thousand twelve, I think. Oh yeah, I never thought I would be nostalgic for the year two thousand twelve. I was so stressed out, just in general, for no goddamn reason. What was I eighteen years old? 17, 16, 16, I was a teenager, going through a weird relationship, all kinds of dumb shit happened that year, and that great movie came out, was a box office failure, didn't get good reviews, and it's a cult classic, it's a cult movie, it's so fucking good, it's on Netflix, right, it's on Netflix right now, maybe it was on Hulu, anyways, Judge Dredd, the Stallone version, came out in the 90s, kind of campy pretty fun cool rob schneider's in it so you know it's a great movie i've never seen a rob schneider movie i don't like and i don't care what you think that says about me he always brings his version of himself and that's great i love rob schneider um also did you guys see that fucking song he did with his daughter on his like netflix special i I didn't watch the special but uh, i saw that clip of him singing with his daughter holy fucking shit just snuck up from behind talent who knew 
Why the fuck isn't like why why isn't he doing an albums like singing, doing covers or something? Um, <sighs> Dread is so fucking good, dude. I watched it like two or three times. I'm all, I'm embarrassed. You know when you like something so much, you just have to keep getting more of it. Like there's only the two movies, and I've watched both of them multiple times since. I've been doing a lot of that. Been doing that at work. It's been, uh, not at work, but uh, when I'm not at work, been at home alone watching those fucking movies. <sighs> it's so much fun, you know? And it's like, it's such a pro-cop movie. And I know in the comic books, there was like a lot of satire, you know, parodying the authoritarian dynamics in the 20th century and probably 21st century now. But I've, I just read that. I've never read the comics. I'm just assuming. Um, but yeah, they made a dread movie and made like the, like cops, like cool. You know what I mean? And for those of you who don't know, it's like, it takes place in the future. It's a, like a wasteland and like all these city, like there's, how do I, how do I describe it? So basically like future, most of the world is a crap wasteland and they just have these giant cities, like they call them mega cities and they just like put them together. Imagine like like an entire state in the u.s is just cities they make it like that and there's all these what are called city blocks and they're just big buildings they're giant buildings like they have in uh some asian countries of just entire like towns and villages of apartments just and it takes place in this one place called peach trees that's the name of the city block giant apartment complex essentially and it's just like a fucking, it's so good. Has to go like find some criminals that are like taking over the thing and shoot their way out. And also fucking, you know, you know how I'm like kind of obsessed with guns. The fucking gun that Dread has, Judge Dread. they call them judges because they're judge, jury, and executioner. They could be like, you just broke the law, Uh, your sentence is death, and I'm going to fucking kill you for it. And they just do it in the street. It's essentially like everyone's worst nightmare. And like everyone says, like, you know, know, cops act like that. They shouldn't. And there's horrible police brutality and, you know, Black Sabbath matters and whatever. Um, He has like a, it's called a lawgiver, which is fucking hilarious. They call it a lawgiver. You know why. Um, and it's like a fucking, it's like a Glock 17, which is, you know, pretty, the most common uh, police handgun in the U.S. And it ha- and it's like all tricked out and it has like a big fucking slide and an extra magazine and like a hand guard. And I don't know. You guys just got to watch the movie. It's so fucking cool. Excuse me. Um, if you're a cop, don't watch the movie. I don't need you getting like super stoked on the law and shooting people after that. You know, you know, you know, can I say, how many times can I say, you know, before I get sick of it? Let's find out. Count 17 so far. And I didn't, I think I just said 17 cause I just recently said Glock 17. Don't notice that please. Thank you. It's been a while since I did one of these couple weeks pretty stoked on this not gonna lie having a good time hope you guys are enjoying listening i'm only 23 minutes in fuck me right um (laughs) ah god what have i been up to 
cut my own hair. Looks like shit. Fucking, you know, be wearing hats. And that's the cool thing about being a dude is like, you can just wear hats and beanies when you fuck up your hair. Chicks, like, you fuck up your hair, like, guys won't notice what you do to your hair either way. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, But yeah, like, I'm wearing, I'm wearing like a trucker hat right now. If I saw some chick in a trucker hat past 2005, she's homeless. There's no way around it trucker hat you have to be the biggest lesbian like butch you know what's that word they use dyke like butch dyke big giant lesbian to pull off a trucker hat or you have to be like i don't know i guess like if you're you either have to be as like butch as they come as a lady you know lesbian or not um or like as fucking dime piece as possible like those two versions of ladies you know um they can pull off anything. You can put anything on them. Looks great. Crocs? Fuck it. This butch lady's comfortable as hell. She's running the show over here. This is her fucking McDonald's. Um, you know? Dime pe- I don't know. I've, I don't think I've seen any fucking hot people wearing Crocs before. Maybe Mikey Mendek. That's about it. Am I saying his last name right? You ever, you ever know someone just never have to say their like actual name fully and you're like i don't know i don't know about the last name i think i'm see- i think that's right but i haven't heard it you know i haven't been at the dmv when he called him and they call a fucking number anyways that's a horrible reference yeah hmm that's interesting I mean, it's not that interesting, but I just got lost in that thought of, like, how many people's names do you know just from social media, and you know their last name, and you don't say it, and you never have to say it, and then by by the end of it, you're like, I've known you too many years to ask at this point, and I'm really afraid to, but sorry if I fuck this uh, name up, you know what I mean? Whew. I, I'm, I'm noticing, I'm doing, I'm looking in the mirror doing this, because um, something about that, like, having a mirror uh, keeps me focused, keeps me, like, on some sort of pathway keeps some i'm actually full of shit right now because i'm literally proving myself wrong because i can't fucking think can't convey the thought sorry i started real strong i don't know what happened um i'm noticing like there's like i'm have like wrinkles like the arch of like over my nose to like my cheek to like my chin i have like this wrinkle and then i have like this like wrinkle in the side of my face i don't know if this is what like having a skinny face it looks like and i'm just you know thinner than i've ever been and i actually get to witness myself talking how many times do you fucking look yourself in the mirror when you're full-blown talking talking not just you know making yourself look a certain way in the mirror mirrors are such bullshit because even though you see yourself you're really seeing your sucked in version of yourself like you adjust yourself in the mirror to look how you want to look and you're still not happy with it. That's why mirrors are fucked up. That's why you see pictures and you're like, oh my god, I look like a fucking cow. It's because there was no mirror. You couldn't adjust yourself. You didn't know. You didn't see. You're lying to yourself. Everyone's like 10 to 20% uglier than they think they are. And that hurts because I'm really not feeling that hot about myself these days. So, um... That's a lie. I, I fucking po- I posted a shirtless selfie the other day. I've I don't think I've ever done that without 
I mean, maybe like five times in my life, you know, I post my dick more than I post myself shirtless. It's a big fucking deal. Um, that carnivore diet, that animal based diet, keto friendly. I don't know. And I wasn't strict by any means. Like, you know, I fucked, I fucked off, fucked around. There was a couple times where I just like, I just had dessert, you know, like, I, like, like, I don't want to be sanct, uh, what is it? Not sanctimonious. I don't want to be dogmatic with a diet. I think that's gross. I think that's, uh, part of the reasons there's a, like a conflict in in relationships with people in their diets with their friends and stuff like uh i have a lot of vegan friends unfortunately uh and they like they take that shit so seriously it really i think hurts them as people you know along with the fact that they're already in a weakened state because they're vegans but i don't want to be like that ascent you know if I have a diet, I want to be strict, but I'm not going to like, oh, no, the carnivore police came for me because I had a carb. Oops, I had a piece of bread. Looks like they're going to hunt me and eat me now. You know, like, could you imagine being a part of something where you're like, I have to follow this or everyone around me is going to hate me. And, and it's like, not it, it gets past your own accord, gets past your own interest in doing it. And then you have everyone else it's like your personal responsibility ends and then it's just you heeding to the demands of everyone else's idea of what you should be doing for it i hate that i hate that i i don't hate people for living their lives the way they want to i don't like that they want to influence other people to live their way because i think that's I don't know. I'm I'm doing that right now because I would love if everyone, you know, lived my lifestyle and had the fucking same results and did cool things. But that's just because I had a, I care about my friends and family and loved ones. And I think there it'd be a better place if people took chances. You know, I wanted I almost went vegan when I was in oh, 2012. That fucking year dread came out. I thought about it. I think I uh, I think I just stopped eating meat and cheese. And I just ate candy and shit. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck I was doing. There's fucking... Candy's not vegan. There's gelatin and, like, all that shit. You know what gelatin is? I think it's, like, ground-up animal bone and marrow, which sounds pretty nice. Um, I'm having some deja vu right now. Not gonna lie to you. Been having a lot of that lately. Does anyone know what the fuck that means? Deja vu is one of the few things where, like, I'll get, like, woo-woo about, you know? I may not believe in crystals and astrology and, you know, um, Democrats, but, like, I totally fucking... <laughs> I fucking deja vu fucks me up. How do I feel like I've already lived this or seen this? It's really crazy. Is it, it trips me out? I don't know what to do about it. And then, and then before you realize that you're already out of it, and you're like, "Well, the deja vu that was so brief. Was it a dream? Was it a former life? Am I re am I in the Matrix? Is this Groundhog Day?" <sighs> yeah. So. I mean, I've been feeling okay about myself. I was lying about that. Not feeling good. Um, I don't know even know what, what led me to that tangent. So thanks for the ride. Um, I got to take a piss, honestly. So give me a sec. Be right back. I know, I know Jonathan's going to be like, why, why don't you tell me there's a, a, a pee break right there? I could have put the commercial in there. But just give me a hot fucking sec. And I'm back. Seriously, though, it's it's honestly a real pleasure to be back and talking to all of you <laughs> without interruption. 
without you interrupting. Uh, I really miss doing the podcast, and I think I should be doing more of this. And I'm really, really excited to bring my movie podcast into the into the works. Um, I don't really know if I have the means to do it right now financially, because it does cost money to host uh, a podcast, and I have an RSS feed, and I do this all out of my own pocket, out of that I, I get maybe a dollar a month from sales from mugs you guys buy and i'm serious i think each mug costs anywhere from like 12 to like 16 dollars i've made maybe 16 dollars on all the mugs it's literally it's just a cool way to show support for the podcast and i love that any of you bought a mug they're the avoid boring people double entendre you know First of all, you got to avoid boring people. Then you got to avoid people that bore you. You know, either way, either way you shoot it. I pre- I appreciate that. And uh, you can go to society6.com, search Bad Etiquette Podcast, and it'll take you right to my page, and you'll see all the cool little things I sell. I sell some stickers, and I've never sold a sticker. I've never sold anything but mugs. So yeah, if you guys want to support the show, that's a really awesome way to do it. If you want to just shoot me some money just because you're like, I like what you do, um, my cash app is Bad Dallas, and my PayPal is Bad Dallas too, I think, and the Venmo's Dallas-Gardner1, you know, right there, fucking search me in Venmo, just Dallas Gardner, I'm sure I'll pop up because the majority of you listening are my friends and know me on a personal basis, probably have my phone number and, you know, family and whatnot, um, you know. I, I, I don't I hate to ask for money like I need it, you know. Everyone needs money and I would love if someone, you know, sent me some. And if not, just keep fucking listening and downloading. Honestly, that's the best way. When you're listening, share it. I love that people still listen. It's crazy. I'm still getting like consistent downloads. Uh for an inconsistent number of episodes each month. So this is this is really uh this is I'm I I haven't been this happy about something in a while and I'm literally just doing something. Like it's it really uh, yeah a good feeling i hope i hope to bring a story to you guys next after i do some stand-up soon (laughs) do some more stand-up man i i can't wait till the world gets back to a place where i could be in the position to be doing stand-up multiple times a night multiple places every fucking night of the week you know that sounds sounds like the dream, you know? The only thing, like, uh, to live in New York where you could do that, just, like, so many comedy clubs, like, on the same street even, you know, within 10 minutes of each other, sounds like a dream. Uh, everything else about New York sounds fucking awful, and I wouldn't do that, but... Wouldn't move there, but, you know, I would love... Oh, man, I'd love to move somewhere that just has, like, a bunch of comedy clubs and a little spot, and then I could just do little spots, spot, spot. Spots, spots, spots. Just start my fucking comedy career. Telling pussy jokes to all you dickheads. <laughs> and I, I, I know it needs work because I'm not funny on here very often. This is kind of like where I'd flesh out jokes occasionally. I'll have a premise or an idea. Speaking of jokes, fucking on Twitter, Kevin Sorbo, yeah, the Kevin Sorbo, fucking Hercules, stole my fucking joke. I'm not even kidding. This isn't a joke. He fucking stole my joke. He like, you know when someone steals a joke and they like just tweak it a little? 
It is, let me read you my fucking joke that I came out with in, I posted April. I know I posted on Twitter, but it's still my fucking intellectual property, you cunt bag. Oh my fucking God. I don't know how this wasn't like at the top of the hour. Um, this motherfucking little cockstain Hercules. Okay, so what was Saturday? Saturday was the 20th? 22nd, 23rd? Yeah, Saturday... March 20th, Kevin Sorbo posted this. He said, Wearing a mask when you're driving alone is like wearing a condom in bed by yourself. And I said, in April of 2020, last fucking year, almost a year to the, like, literally 11 months, April 18th, 2020, I said, I'm no expert, but driving with a mask on is a lot like flirting with a condom on. Same fucking setup? Like, premise, like, driving alone, mask, condom, by yourself. Like, it is too many fucking coincidences. Like, this motherfucker saw it and just, like, said it. Just, re- oh, I repeat that. Like, I don't know if someone else fucking stole it, and then it's just been, like, a cascading of, you know, it trickled all the way up to Kevin Sorbo or some shit. This motherfucking fuck. That's how it feels. I'm not even like when someone steals something from you, you know, and and maybe it's literally just just a coincidence, you know, parallel thinking. It happens all the time. People have jokes like that. People, you know, comedians accidentally do it. People, you know, comedians talk to each other. But he's not even a fucking comedian. He's some fucking like uber right wing dude on Twitter now. And not that that fucking matters, but just like just some fucking not even an anybody in fucking Hollywood anymore. You motherfucker. Taking my fucking joke. Hercules my ass. Xena was better. Cunt. Fuckhead. Fucking Kevin Sorbo. What if I, what if like fucking, what's the guy, Pee Wee Herman? What's that actor's name? What if he just stole one of your fucking memes and just shared it? You'd be like, what the hell? You know, someone who's famous in the 90s and is doesn't deserve our respect now anyways. Just took something from you that's funny and original. Just, just, just raped it. Bullshit. And I'm just, this is just if he actually, st- you know, if he didn't, I mean, obviously he's never gonna. He pro, mother fucker. If you know Kevin Sorbo, get, email, I'm gonna email his manager his agent fuck say hey i know you're probably a thief you're fucking working for a thief you fucking stole from me can you text in an italian accent i want to scare him anyways god Ugh. you know burr was right Cuss words really are the PEDs of comedy. Performance-enhancing drugs of comedy. They totally are. They just like, just fucking amp up your game so much. Um, I, I try to be funny without cuss words. And I try to be funny with cuss words. Um, turns out I'm not funny at either, so either way. So you gotta try out everything, you never know. Thinking about doing cuss words backwards now. Give that a try. 
someone who is uh, amazing. At what? What am I trying to say here? You ever just hear hear yourself say something and just go, "Ugh, that was fake." Ugh, here I'm bad. I'm trying to get at what I'm trying to get at is clean comedy is good comedy, and I don't fucking care what you guys think or say. People who can like only listen to comedy that's like, you know, a dirty comic or like edgy or like fucking. And I know, I know, I'm all I do is say four letter words and go pushing the envelope of, you know, and not, not even that bad, not even that hard. Just like my listeners is probably a lot for them. What am I even trying to say? I hate myself. You fucking hear the way I talk about myself? I, this is why I need jujitsu. You fucking get humbled. You don't fucking think of yourself as anything because you just get choked by some fucking kid and you go, what the hell was that shit about? Or maybe someone fucking leans on your knee the wrong way and it fucking pops and then you can't do shit you want to fucking fucking do. <laughs> Nate Bargatze's new special, The Greatest Average American, or whatever the fuck it's called, it's literally T rated G. I was watching, it was doing the autoplay on the main screen. I don't, I've already watched it. Nate Bragazzi is one of my favorite comedians. Uh, and it's especially great because he's from Nashville, Tennessee. That's actually a place I've been and like. And maybe someday I'll be doing spots at Zany's in Nashville. That'd be fucking cool. Regardless, it's literally TVG. He's a clean comic. Like, hilarious. I couldn't be, I couldn't be that funny being clean i'm not even funny dirty i'm not even that funny yet um sometimes i'll have a, you know a good one like the one kevin sorbo stole piece of shit <sighs> so fucking dumb anyways um yeah dude guys go see that go listen to it go watch it neighbor god i love clean comedy brian regan has a new special out he's a clean comic they both just i take your one friend who like wants to be a comedian ask him to write five minutes of clean material they probably couldn't do it because all they're thinking is like about queefs and drunk sex and you know saying the n-word eventually like that's like they don't have anything else like it's really fucking hard so much respect for clean comics and Nate Bargatze and oh, it's so cool it's so fucking cool I'm gonna be listening back to one of these podcasts one day and I'm gonna go I don't know why I didn't kill myself sooner Jesus fucking Christ Listen to the way I talk. Listen to the way I talk about myself. It's miserable sometimes. Oh, God. Miserable sometimes. It's a good place. Oh, my God. I, I went over to uh, the boys, you know, Dane and Daniel and Garrett's apartment. Um, Got to see some fucking friends. Got to see James Sampson. I haven't seen him in probably over a year. I think... I was going to see him on Halloween, and I left because I think I, I had sprained my... Mm, was that? That wasn't even Halloween. I don't know. I was supposed to see him sometime last year, and he was there, and I had left the wreck, the skate park in Napomo. I had left early, and I, I was really upset that I didn't get to see him because I was really excited to because he's been a lifelong friend. I've known him since I was 10 years old. Um, So, damn. That's crazy. I'm not that old to... To say you've known someone almost 20 years is a big fucking deal. It's pretty fucking cool. Um, I got to see him. He was there at their apartment. I was so fucking happy. Um, I can't wait. I hope he's on the podcast soon. Just a little spoiler, or a, not even a spoiler, just teasing that. James Sampson, he's going to be on the podcast. Skateboarder, just like the rest of us. 
so fucking chill to see an old friend. Ugh, man. Old friends just make you feel good about yourself sometimes, you know what I mean? It's just like, oh yeah, like, you know me. Like, I'm as real of a person as it can get, and you're as real of a person as it can get, because I've known you so long, and even though we grow up and we change hairstyles and we, you know, get a little wrinklier and taller or fatter or thinner, like, like there's still so much essence of who that person is to you and was, and um, I'm so excited. I had to fucking have another guest on. Hopefully he gets to do it. Hopefully he's listening to this right now. Um, he said he listens. Isn't that so cool? I do not expect any of my friends to listen to my podcast. That That's part of being a friend is saying, keep doing what you're doing. I like what you're doing, but don't bother me with that shit. And I respect that because, goddamn, um, a lot of my friends do things I don't give fucking two shits about. And I hope they know that I love them regardless. <laughs> Um, yeah. Also, I want to put out a fucking another beacon of hope for you guys. I would love to do free advertisements. And I'm serious, like free advertisements. If you guys, any of my friends have a, a small business, a career, maybe they, you know, maybe you're trying to be a, you know, real estate agent. Maybe you're trying to get your, you know, pottery shop off the ground, you know, maybe you, you know, starting a restaurant, maybe you're fucking, you like, I don't know, ugh. maybe you're a comedian and you have dates coming up or something and there's a play, you know, um, God, what else? There, I saw something. I wanted to almost reach out to my friend. I think, uh, yeah, I want to reach out to one of my friends like, Hey, uh, you can advertise on my podcast. Like if you give me a read, if you guys send an email to bad etiquette podcast at gmail.com, just, you know, just say with the subject podcast ad, I will read it for free. You guys give me the read. Just tell me what you want me to read. I'll read it just like that. I'll send them to you. I'll give them your social media. I'll plug that. I'll tag it in the fucking descriptions on Instagram, whatever. I would love to do that for you guys because I know a lot of you have been really supportive of me and God knows I barely deserve that. So just a great way to return the favor and really just keep this uh, relationship with my listeners, you know, cyclical and fucking connect with you guys I, I i'm dead serious uh i hope you can sense the sincerity in my voice and and know that so that'd be great I, I i really would love to so you know maybe you guys draw maybe you want your art sold or something like and you have a store um just give me like you know make it funny or you know if you want me to just riff on it if you guys you know would be even cool if you guys are just feeling creative and, and you have an imaginary business or sponsor you want to uh, sponsor my show with, like just send me a fucking fa a email with a fake script and I'll read it. Uh, <laughs> we'll get that going. That'd be fucking fun. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't think I have anything else. Any anything else? I think we're wrapping it up. I just wanted to get this, like, little message of I'm fucking depressed, my knees hurt, but I'm happy because the podcast makes me happy and give you guys some, some something to listen to in the meantime before I get some, you know, more guests on. Um, you know, fuck Kevin Sorbo, don't be a joke thief, anyone. Um, oh, yeah. oh, I you, fucking... 
I got, I went, uh, my friend Will, who will hopefully be on the podcast soon too. Um, don't worry. I know women and I know females. It's just kind of hard to like have females on your podcast guest. Get what does that make sense? It's weird. Just like it was weird before I had my podcast is in my bedroom. It's a little weird. It's like, hey, do you want to come to my apartment in the middle of the day? Just me and you up to my bedroom. We close the doors and then I record it. Like, it sounds weird. Um, I know I've gotten away with it before. Recording, you know, females on my podcast. But I don't know anyone here. And I got to be honest, if I start talking to some lady and... I, it just seems like I'm trying to hit on them or like flirt with them. Like, hey, do you want, I have a podcast. You want to come talk to me? Like, uh, I know I'm not if I was, but if I, I mean, if I did talk to someone, but it just, I'm shy. I don't know how to talk to women anymore. I don't even talk to my girlfriend. <laughs> um,. I'm just teasing Kylie. Thanks for listening. If you're still here listening. Um, yeah. So anyways, uh, my fucking friend will visited. We went out to breakfast. Uh, he was an hour late boo on him, but he bought breakfast. So really everything worked out. I got fucking shit on by a seagull. It was like I was getting out of my car. I was walking down the block to go meet him where he parked and fucking seagull. I didn't get shit on. I was like, shit next to so i don't know here's what happened i got out of my truck walked up the sidewalk and i hear a just like that just it like a comical amount of just like splatting and it was just like three giant fucking splatters of bird shit i didn't even know birds could shit this much and it was just like right in front of me i like dodged it it was like someone was teasing me or like mocking me this fucking bird man and i looked up and the sun was in my eyes and i only saw like a you know a little silhouette and he flew away he's fucking lucky man i would have fucked him up i would have thrown a goddamn rock at him i would have taken a bird out from the ground i would have gone up in atmosphere taking this fucking bird out anyways i had a fucking there was bird shit on my hoodie and beanie and stuff i had to take them out thankfully i'm a fucking weird hoarder and have a bunch of shit in my truck so i just had like a whole other outfit changed out of it but i went to this place called senior grubbies in carlsbad i got something called a country fried steak burrito yeah country fried chicken what is it chicken fried steak yeah it's called a country burrito i don't know chicken fried steak in a fucking breakfast burrito it was so good i had a fucking vodka coffee horchata for breakfast that's how we fucking do it in san diego bitch um holy shit you know what that made me think of though that fucking bird it's probably a seagull will's like oh it's probably a seagull they shit on people all the time they shit a lot i thought it was a crow at first i was really hurt i was really offended crows have always been my friend i've loved the crow since i was a kid and i watched brandon lee get killed brand fucking the crow is great Great movie. The Cure's in it. Might be a Nick Cave song in there. I don't fucking know. Um, I'm not goth anymore-ish. The so I always had like an affinity for crows because I was like a weird fucking creepy lonely kid because my parents thought it'd be a good idea to show me the crow when I was young. Yeah, that fucking worked. That helped. Thanks a lot. And I'm wearing a 
fucking Nightmare on Elm Street as a 25-year-old man shirt. Like, I'm wearing that right now. Bought it from Walmart, you know. I'm, I'm not here to pretend. I'm trash. Um, so, I, you know, there was crows all around my neighborhood in Lompoc. And I used to, they used to drop walnuts on the ground. And I would always run them over and I'd step on them and break them open. Because, the you know, walnut, crows want the fucking nut. Crows want their nut. And they loved me for it. They used to put, like, put rocks and, like, they used to bring me gifts and, like, set them on my, and, like, drop them on my porch and doorstep all the time. Or I was being followed by some creepy bitch who believes in crystals. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, it was just, like, so fucking cool. And i see crows out there. They'd follow me to my car, follow me home. You know, my little watchful protectors. I'd go crack fucking, what do you call them, walnuts over. And now we live in... The fucking Crow Palace. This place, one, like, once or twice a month is just infested with, not kidding, hundreds, if not thousands of crows. Just like, it looks like that Hitchcock movie, uh, what, what was it? Uh, Psycho, where there was a bunch of birds everywhere. Um, <laughs> and just so many fucking crows and... I started just like throwing food out for them and I literally like they followed me to the car trail of crumbs for them. They love me. They love me here. So I thought I got fucking shit on by a crow. I was really hurt, but Will convinced me it was a seagull. So then all I thought was, damn, I wish I was Robert Pattinson and this was the lighthouse and I could have grabbed that fucking crow by his goddamn legs and beaten him to death with himself. But alas, we didn't do that. Whatever. It's fine. We went to this record store called Spin Records, downtown Carlsbad. Fucking so much Iggy Pop shit there. It was great. Um, didn't buy any of it, though, because I was a little suspicious. I was like, there's this many Iggy Pop things around here. Um, I feel like you want me to buy them. I feel a little, like, violated. I feel like you're forcing these on me. You know, you ever feel like that? You know? You go, like, into Starbucks, and it's just, like, all they do is, like, just, like, the new shit they have. You're like, oh, my fucking God. Oh, my God. Just give me just give me a goddamn cappuccino. Let me leave. Ugh. Fucking berry, foamy vanilla. If you go to Starbucks and order vanilla sweet cream foam on every fucking drink you order, you don't, you shouldn't be allowed to vote in this country. You're gross. Stop. It's fucking annoying. I know one of you are listening right now. You're like, well, I'll get vanilla sweet cream foam on my drink. Do it on your fucking ice macchiatos or your fucking white mochas. Stop. You're giving yourself diabetes. You're going to fucking die. You're turning into a fat bitch. Stop it. Stop doing it. It's bad for you. You have no idea how many fucking calories and how much sugar they put into that shit. I do. A couple of my friends work at Starbucks. You know. They tell me these things. It's fucking unbelievable. It's so gross. Stop doing it. They don't like making it. It's annoying. You're giving your... Uh, there is a little bit of, like, hope I get, though. You know? You see these people order all these fucking drinks. And it's just like, ah, oh, man. You're not gonna make it. <laughs> you're not gonna... You're gonna live very long. Like, you were, like, actively fucking yourself over. That's great. Part of me is just, like feels bad when it's like a really nice person you see and you're like oh dang it you don't even you don't even know like you're so nice you should be nice to yourself stop doing this please 
I got, dude, I went, I went, they had this sticker book at Spin Records. It was like an old binder, like with, you know how you used to get like Yu-Gi-Oh cards, like Pokemon cards or baseball cards or uh, uh, vaccine cards, you know, you just put them in all the, like those binders with all the little slit slots and stuff for them. They had that and I found a 21 year old sticker. I'm not kidding. It's a 21 year old sticker. It has the date it was made in 2000 on it. It was a fucking Godsmack sticker, and I got that shit. I have a fucking 20-year-old Godsmack sticker in my possession. So cool. I also got, I found fucking uh, Misfits uh, Evil Live single, the fucking 45 record, eight bucks. I think it might have been a reissue, honestly. I don't know. I should go check on it. Go see if I fucking wasted eight bucks. But this has the Henry Rollins guest vocals. It's live, obviously, if you didn't fucking notice that evil is live, spelled evil live, live. They're spelled this forward and backward, whatever. It's not a palindrome, but it's a other word, you know. Like you spell my name backwards, it's salad, whatever. Fuck you. Um, so it it's the best version. Like, oh, here's Henry from Black Flag. And just fucking Henry comes in. Ooh, we are 138. It's so good. It's so fucking good. It's like a young Henry. Young Hank the Crank fucking just ripping up. And the, they have another song on there. I don't fucking know. I haven't listened to it yet. But my friend Isaac Almada, uh, he was my best friend in high school. He would put songs of bands I liked on. I would just give him some bands I liked and he'd. Uh, I didn't know anything about technology. I didn't have the fucking, <laughs> I didn't have the intelligence or the software on a laptop to put, to put music on a iPod. And it was this iPod that like I couldn't jailbreak or whatever. And he did it. And for some reason it only worked on his computer, which sucks. So I still have this iPod, this iP- iPod nano. And unfortunately the, the, some of the songs are no longer on there, but he put this version of it and it's like kind of hard to find. I don't think it's even on their Spotify. I'm going to look at their Spotify right now and I can't wait to find out that I'm actually uh, wrong as fuck about this. So hold on. Miss foods. I don't know how common it is. It might only be on the fucking um, record single. Yeah, no, it's not. It's definitely not on. What is this called? Spotify. But my podcast is Bad Etiquette Podcast. Spotify, go ahead, look it up. I'm right there. All 182 episodes. It's a lot less than that. This might be episode 86, 87. I don't know. Um, got that. I got a Melvin's live DVD. Fucking, I don't even know what it's called. I'm just, I'm just bragging right here. I had some money. I don't know. You know, still haven't got that fucking stimmy yet. But whatever. Yeah, Melvin's Salad of a Thousand Delights, live at the North Shore Surf Club in Olympia, Washington. This is old school shit. This is old Melvin's. This is before Stoner Witch. I think this is before Honey Bucket. Uh, not Honey Bucket. What was the name of the album? Fuck, is there like most popular album, Dallas? You're a fucking poser. Anyways, the, the one Honey Bucket's on. It has the boy and the girl and the dog or whatever pretty what's the name of that album ah dude i'm embarrassing myself right now i think i actively like pretended to not like it because it's you know i was being a fucking cool guy like no i don't need to listen to that like that's their that's their mainstream album houdini duh that's their mainstream so this is this is pre-houdini this is a fucking this is gonna be good i haven't even watched it yet 
but this is before the maggot stag is before stoner witch before houdini i think bullhead had just came out probably is bullhead on here no i don't even think it's this is before bullhead right no boris is on here so they were probably already touring the fucking album but yeah so this is their what one it was like their second album dude this is gonna be so good i'm so fucking stoked um yeah will got some fucking album i don't fucking know what he got some record i don't even like listen to records anymore i was looking at cds mostly i i have a bunch of records they're just sitting in my living room with a record player i don't know why i ever pretended to give a fuck about vinyl records like i do but i don't like i honestly prefer cds they're a little smaller they're a little more portable uh i can play them in my fucking car they i don't know records are just like an inconvenience they're way too expensive i don't fucking care what color the record is it's spinning when i when i'm when i'm playing it like does anyone get a fucking record that's like has like a cool pattern or color to it and just like look at it for an hour like why the fuck are you like it doesn't fucking matter give me the black one black records matter jesus christ so stupid and i saw i know some of you i know this i not not to brag but i'm in the top 500 music podcasts in america so thank you for those of you who enjoy records and i know i just bought a record i bought the fucking i was talking about it like there's some there's some things i'll buy i, I like but i i know how silly they are and they're stupid I, I bought a godsmack sticker okay i fucking know i know how these things go um where's i going with that records yeah so fucking if anyone has typo negatives uh dead again with rasputin on the cover or whoever that fuck is um send me that shit i'll pay for it whatever i can't find that anywhere they don't even make it anymore it's out of print they they don't fucking have like a reissue it's not remastered or anything it's typo negatives best album it's their last album peter steel died like two or three years after that album like it's no more there's no more i can't find it anywhere uh i heard they're gonna be doing like a reissue or like maybe there's a record company that agreed to re-release it but i don't want that shit i want the old one i want the cd or or record i'll even buy the record even though i just talked shit about vinyl i don't fucking know guys uh this is the bad etiquette podcast thank you so much for listening signing off one more time i'm excited to get to the 90s here the 80s have been interesting interesting little few episodes i've had um yeah i think i'm good i don't have anything more to say uh, i'm gonna go watch this melvin's live dvd and jerk off a little bit love you thank you guys bye